0: The Arizona Cardinals, they're wrapping up their preseason tomorrow at a different earlier time. We'll give you the details on that and who makes the roster. We'll try to predict all that coming up. Plus, Lena Washington from 12 News. The Arizona Cardinals locker room show joins the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. I'm Bo Brock with Alex Clancy.
1: Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome into the show, Rise Up Red Sea, Beau Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards. In today's episode, it's brought to you by. Of course, our NFL season preview. Nobody covers the NFL like the Lockdown Podcast Network. And starting August 30th through September 8th, Lockdown's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team, every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Lockenforia. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast and tune in beginning August 30th. Cannot wait for you guys to hear that content. I believe it's Jason Lockenfor who's going to be on the NFC West side breaking everything down and uh hopefully providing some logic <laughs> compared to the rest of the yahoos saying the Arizona Cardinals are I just saw Alex I saw the Arizona Cardinals pick to go 6 and 11 the other day.
2: Yeah, I saw that too. I think yeah, I can't remember the the outlet but I mean, bo, I, would you be shocked? Look, like there, let's take the we do a daily podcast of it off. Yeah, yeah. Would like barring yeah. any sort of injury and anything like that, would you be shocked?
0: Uh, would I be shocked? I would be dismayed. I would be doom and gloom. I would be very downtrodden for the rest of my days because what that would mean would be, well, I mean, it'd be interesting for our podcast because we would be previewing a new head coach. We should be previewing a new general manager. And then also the biggest question would become if they go six and 11, that means Kyler Murray took a step back. Mm -hmm. And then we're asking the question, is he a franchise quarterback? That's what gets very uh, that. That's where this conversation becomes. Because I'm hopeful. Because I think that a that Kyler Murray taking another step in the right direction would be an absolute blast. I don't care. Like if you're rooting for him, it would just be great for football to watch that type of kind of like impromptu kind of uh, street style like Allen Iverson kind of uh, type of play of the quarterback position. I'd love to see it. And I'd like to see it uh, succeed at the NFL level. Six and 11, I think all of those things are put on hold, especially the success of Kyler Murray going forward. I mean, it it would be, you know, everything that was just built the last two off seasons would be pretty much torn down. And then you're kind of starting from scratch again with Murray, but still more questions around him than answers.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've said and I said on, uh, you know, on Locked On Today with Peter Bukowski when I joined him, it's either going to be great or it's going to be Armageddon. And I, I don't think there's any sort of middle ground like that's not being, you know, uh, fantastical about this. If they don't make the playoffs, heads are going to roll fantastical. Is that a Dan Cook word? Is I think you? so. Yeah, Um. I, I uh, if they make the playoffs, great. If they don't and it's not close, we're going to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. It could be JJ Watt gone. It could be Chandler Jones gone. It could be everybody. Malcolm Butler. Like the only the only pillars that are going to remain are the rookies who are on a rookie scale contract. Buda Baker and Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins probably right. but in this day and age of the NFL it doesn't matter like this is an uncomfortable truth that people really don't like to wrap their heads around when they say you know oh he's on a five-year deal just because they got paid doesn't mean their your favorite team is going to be paying them like that does every everybody yeah. that signs a big deal now is a bargaining chip is a trade asset. We saw it in the NBA and we're going to see it more and more in the NFL. Maybe not by trade, but by but by getting cut early, especially because there's not all that guaranteed money that there is in the NBA.
0: Well, here, here's the, the biggest. It, it becomes the difficulty level goes extremely high because the plan that you had in place fell horribly short of trying to surround Kyler Murray with a lot of veterans and utilizing that rookie contract. You don't really have that much longer. You've got one more year really of that rookie contract of that luxury. And then you have to go and face a full on rebuild with a potentially massive quarterback contract on your books. That's what, that's where things get really tough. It's not, Hey, we've got this rookie contract. Let's surround him with a lot of talent. It's you got to like tear this thing down except for one pillar. And it's, you know, a five, 10, five foot, 10 pillar, <laughs> you know, not very high. <laughs> And then you've got uh, you've got to figure out because the other way didn't work. We've already seen this organization. They overcorrect when they do it the wrong way. The previous the previous regime like they have to they'll, they'll go full like tear down rebuild with youngsters because the veteran Avenue didn't work. I, I just that that's what my that would be my prediction of this doomsday scenario if they go 611. Well,
2: yeah, you know, I mean and Cliff and Cliff and Keim have to be gone. At that point, they, they, yes, like about. so, and the the thing you mentioned about yeah, drafting young players, that's the idea all the time. Steve Kime is terrible at his job when it comes draft day. He is, he's one hundred percent terrible at his job. He has been since twenty thirteen. Yeah, you have the Buddha Baker and Kyler Murray, fine. Two, Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, jury still out. Two, maybe out of all of those flipping draft picks, if Steve Kime is not at the helm and not making the drafts, that is, I mean, a huge step in the right direction. So right. from, from <laughs> Armageddon comes the light of a hopefully successfully run organization, but you just hope that Steve Kime has figured out how to do his job on the mm-hmm. fly nine years in. You just kind of hope that that's the case. And we've seen great things from Isaiah Simmons. We've seen better things from Byron Murphy this offseason. So we're not saying that they're going to go six and 11, but it's important to talk about the other side instead of just blowing rainbows up your keister all the time.
0: Yeah. A couple great poems. Uh, I can't remember the names of them that you just quoted there, but uh, you know, <laughs>
2: that's all original work.
0: <laughs> yeah, the nights is always darkest before the dawn. Basically, I mean, it's gonna. But here's the thing. I mean, those guys you mentioned: Byron Murphy, Isaiah Simmons, Evan Collins. A six and eleven record would mean that some of those guys didn't perform. Yeah, and that that we we would learn some unfortunate truths about you know, the guys in this organization that we're expecting big things from. Let's get back on track here. Uh, Thanks for everybody who's tuning in on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe, like this video. We appreciate it. Uh, Tell us in the comments because we're going to play a little game here later before we're joined by Lena Washington of 12 News. Does he make the roster? That's going to come up here pretty soon. But let's get some news and notes out of the way. Kyler Murray... Uh, Before we, or after we recorded our show yesterday, it was announced by Cliff Kingsbury he will not play in the final preseason game against the New Orleans Saints. Kyler Murray is going to uh, just get ready for the regular season. And I'm going to tell you something I'm pretty indifferent on this. I, I, you know, as much as I thought that Kyler Murray needed to take the preseason seriously, now that the move's been made, and I'm not going to say I'm buying hook, line, and sinker and everything that Cliff Kingsbury says, but. I don't you know, I don't think it's that big a deal. I mean, I would have liked him to go out there and hit on a couple passes and have some success, but it's not gonna matter. I mean, he didn't have a preseason last year, and he was just fine coming out of the gates against San Francisco in the opening week.
2: Yeah. Um, the only thing that's stacked against them this year is they have more road games than home games. They're playing Tennessee, which is a you know, a bona fide playoff team. And that could be looked at as if they come out and, and crap the bed, that could be looked at as their last, as their final preseason game, and that counts. You know, and sure, if they win, obviously, we're not going to talk about this at all. But if Kyler looks like crap, maybe he should have played. Like, (laughs) obviously, this is all going to be revisionist history. But you're right. Who cares? It's preseason. We're not going to see much of anything anyways. So whatever. But still, you'd like to see him get more reps than the um, not so great performance we saw in the second preseason
0: game. Well, and now that you hear, like, all the different variables coming into it, too, Alex, like, as far as the the kickoff time being moved up and now this. Yeah, the preseason finale is now not, it's no longer eight Eastern. It's one Eastern. So that's 10 out here in the West. The team will kick off. I mean, you've got a lot of earlier kickoff. It's just like you're getting your quarterback. You've got a lot of different things coming at your quarterback. Your starting quarterback that he doesn't necessarily have to deal with uh, before, while he, you know, gets ready for a regular season game. I just think that that's probably good for Kyler Murray and the rest of the crew. We're going to see some guys that are going to be battling it out for some positions. Though there's some, there are three guys I'm interested in. Uh, not necessarily in the preseason finale, what is going to happen with them, but what's going to happen with them come final cutdown day and come next Wednesday, are they on the roster? We're going to play a game called Do They Make the Roster? Right after this, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Alex, Bo, Built Bar, delicious. Actually, the best tasting protein bar in the market. It's a it's a protein bar disguised as a candy bar. It tastes just like a candy bar, and it's beating most candy bars in blind taste tests. That's what we we heard from Built Bar. They've got nine delicious flavors you can always rely upon: coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, just to name a few. Alex was traveling the other day. It's all he was doing. He was just eating Built Bar after Built Bar to keep his his uh. Just keep them going, basically. And he just had one for, uh, for pleasure as well. I mean, you just don't do that with most protein bars. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams in that carbs, all amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today, built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. That's using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Bo and Alex, hanging out. Alex, a little bit different scenery out there. Visiting the parents. How's it going, Alex?
2: It's good. It's nice. Weather is nice here. <laughs> Weather is nice. Weather is nice. Ah,
0: Weather San Diego. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we've got the ten a.m. kickoff tomorrow. We're less than twenty-four hours away from uh, the Arizona Sweet. Cardinals kick, kicking That's good off. For huh? us,
2: Right. I mean, you know, yeah, let's, let's do it early. You know, enjoy the rest Get of the it day. Out of way. Yeah. The way we are going to be doing our halftime show, regardless, yep. we'll be doing the live YouTube and Twitter feed at halftime. Uh, check that out. That's some of the some of the most fun ten to fifteen minutes of Bo and I do every week, where it's just reactionary. See how Colt McCoy does. See if they're yep. going to bench Kyler. I mean, it, most of it's going to be ridiculous because Kyler's not playing, but we'll get to see the defense. We'll get to see the young the young Bucks uh, performing in their third preseason game. So there's going to be some good nuggets in there.
0: We don't even need to see Colt McCoy. Just play Strebler the entire game. I mean nice go, segue. It, have you seen the Raiders they've been playing Nathan Peterman every single snap
2: How was in the league still
0: It's uh, I'm flabbergasted by that I mean, he is I mean it's the only person that believes in Nathan Peterman even more than his parents is John Bruton and it's <laughs> I don't I, I don't know how, why but uh Chris Straver, let's get uh, your thoughts on him do you believe in Chris Straver? do you think that he's carved out a role for himself because we're going to play a little game here is like, is he on the roster? Does he make the roster? And there's three guys that I'm really kind of interested in, and strevler is one of them.
2: Yeah, 100% he makes the roster because you can finally use him as he's bred to be used. We've still, All he had to do was run over one linebacker, and he makes the roster. You know, like, it, it's his unique skill set is going to forever, in perpetuity, be compared to Taysom Hill, and that's fine. Whatever. He's not going to be running any routes. He's going to be maybe catching bubble <laughs> screen, but he's yeah. going to be getting the ball in shotgun, down set hike and running over people. I feel like 100% he's carved a role out for himself. You need as many playmakers as you can get. This is the last stitch effort by Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury to keep their jobs. Why not keep him on the roster in my, yeah, opinion?
0: especially after what happened with Kyler Murray late in the season. And I know it wasn't in a short yardage situation where he was holding on to the rock and, took a hit, but you want to take him out of harm's way. And you want, if if there's a situation where you just have a, excuse me, if you have a streveler package, like they did earlier in the season, you know, there are reports that Kyler wasn't happy about the streveler package and being taken out of the game, but it's like Drew Brees got t- taken out of the damn game. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He had to watch Taysom Hill, a guy who, as you mentioned, he played all those different positions, come back and even sling it a couple times. When there was really nobody better, more accurate than Drew Brees yeah. at the time, so you know if they don't if they don't keep strevler I will say this: it's like I'm not going to be thinking about Chris strevler come week seven of the regular season. I mean, once he's gone, he's he's probably going to be forgotten. Like there might be at some point a trivia question, like, "Hey, who who started the majority of the game for the Arizona Cardinals in the regular season finale?" It's like, oh, the tattooed Chris strevler but other than that, like, hey, you remember Chris Strebler? Is like, wow, that's a random name from Cardinals lore. I, I mean, other than that, I mean, there's not much to it. I don't think it's going to sink or, you know, they're not going to sink or swim because Strebler. But, yeah, I think you can you can utilize him. He's, he's shown that he can be out there on the field impactful. Now, a couple other guys. One guy who hasn't been impactful for most of his career is Andy Isabella. Finally off the COVID list. Are we expected to see a heavy dose of Izzy tomorrow? We'll see. Um, you know, I don't think that the organization is just going to cut bait. They've they've shown that they're going to hold on to these dra- these people that they've drafted and, and try to make them work, even if it's a round peg in a, in a square hole.
2: Yeah, I mean, Steve Kime is a round peg in, in a square <laughs> hole right now. And he drafted Andy Zabella and he's egomaniacal, and he's, not, he's like, you know what, this was still the right pick. This was still the right pick, even though he was a healthy scratch, you know, towards the tail end of last season in, in a handful of games. Whatever. I mean, he's not going to be impactful enough. There aren't, there is not a wide receiver, like unless they want to bring in like Golden Tate, and 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 cut you know Andy Isabella and just have like have somebody supplant him that will actually have an impact. Andy Isabella is gonna be much to do about nothing on this roster during game days anyway. So I mean, it, it doesn't either way it doesn't matter. I don't think he's gonna get cut. I, I just yeah. I just don't see it.
0: So you, you think that we're two for two here. And then here's a guy that I don't think it, cut is the right move because it would cost you a lot of money. But yeah. uh, you could probably find some shooters at this point after his performance so far. And Jordan Hicks, the linebacker. I saw somebody, I believe it was Ma- Revenge of the Birds. I have to check to see who who wrote it. It was,
2: yeah, it was Walter Ritchell
0: who would yeah. come up with a deal for Jordan Hicks and uh, I just, I don't know. I, I like the package that has all three of the linebackers, the two young bucks and Zaven Collins and Isaiah Simmons. And then uh, Jordan Hicks in that kind of being your tackle safety net there. Uh, that's going to know the defense and, and know, you know, kind of just be the, that, that mentor voice out there. I, I, I see the value in that, especially when you got two guys that are running around at 110 miles per hour.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like it's an over unless you're trading player for player, and it's like a Zach Ertz or something, you know, that we talked about a while ago. If it's a tight end, if it's a position of need, if it's a known player, you're not trading Jordan Hicks for a fifth round pick. Yeah. Like that, there's no worth in that. Cause you're right. And, and we've mentioned this a lot. The Cardinals infrastructure is set up to where every young player of consequence has a veteran mentor playing the same position. And Jordan Hicks, as you mentioned, is that for Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons and Zaven Collins. He's one of the better tacklers we've seen in the last handful of years. What's the upside, unless you're trading for a tight end in getting rid of Jordan Hicks? Doesn't make any sense. So, I, I, I mean, yeah. I think that he's going to play impactful minutes for the Cardinals this season.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not the hardwood. We're not talking basketball in minutes. We're impactful talking down here. It's the babe. same
2: thing. There's a clock. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Lena Washington from 12 News is going to join us here coming up next. Going to get a preview of tomorrow's game. Course, we got the locker room show coming up on Sunday. They've got an incredible interview coming with one of the key cardinals for the 2021 season. She will join us, but let me tell you about this: Betonline.ag looking at tomorrow's scores or spreads. Uh Colts minus two against the Lions. How about the Eagles? Plus six against the Jets. Jets, are they two and oh in the preseason? If you want to make a bet. This is the time of year. All eyes are on the gridiron as football returns. As always, is your number one spot for pro college football this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest 200,000 NFL survivor, $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at bet online. Head over to the website, use your mobile device and sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. 100% Alex is no longer 50%. They will match you dollar for dollar. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th between the Bucks and the Cowboys. And if you lose, you don't. Your wager is refunded up to twenty five bucks. You can make Damn. a twenty five dollar bet and get every single cent back if you don't win. It's a win win. Bet online the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports: football, basketball, boxing. You've even got the fight this week, I believe. It's one of the Paul brothers, right, going up against. I'll uh, never remember. Okay. Well, that's great. There's a, there's (laughs) MMA action. There's UFC action. You can get it betonline.ag. All right. Wrap it up here. Locked on Cardinals. Very excited to bring on our next guest, Lena Washington, of course, of 12 news Lena. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so uh, fortunate to have a good community of locked-on hosts that I've already been in touch with in Sacramento. So happy to be here in the Valley with you guys.
0: I believe, yeah, hanging out with Matt George, talking some King's hoops back in the day. Yeah, Matt's great. Um,
2: What are you shaking your head for, Alex? I mean, I I saw the draft coverage where he dressed (laughs) up like a lunatic. I think everybody saw that, Matt George.
1: Oh, Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a Kings fan. I mean, I guess he them all into being lunatics, I guess, since they still ride so hard for their team,
2: you know? For sure. I, so I'm a Peja uh, truther forever, though. <laughs> just, just, I mean, I, I love me some Peja, and I always will.
1: Everyone does.
0: <laughs> the Sacramento Queens. I love that. That was one of the greatest, just like low-key smack talks of all time from Shaq. When he, when they, that was a great rivalry when I was growing up. Kings, Lakers, and the Kings just couldn't get over the hump with C-Web and Peja, Mike Bibby. Uh, uh,
2: Christy, that was, a, that was a squad.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's one of those things that everyone goes back to and who could blame them, but I liken it back to, you know, with my age group, like, oh, we used to be so good in high school. I was so popular in high school. Like, that's how long it's been since the Kings have really been great, but you know, Mm. I was right there with them as, you know, the Suns fan right there close to the misery meter wow. uh, on, on that end with them. So it can be done. The turnaround can happen, as we saw here in Phoenix, which was awesome to be a part of. But, yes. yeah, shout out to all our friends in Sacramento.
0: And we're looking forward to a, an Arizona Cardinals potential turnaround. It's been a while. They haven't made the postseason over five years. Uh, Lena, how, did your, how does your day change as the uh, kickoff for tomorrow's game gets moved up?
1: Yeah, well, the game, uh, you know, is set to be on our air on 12 News, the NBC affiliate. Um, and then, you know, we were scheduled to have our, our Cardinals locker room post game uh, one hour special. So, as we know in news, you got to adapt and kind of go with the flow and how things are going to change. Um, so, the kickoff time being moved up to 10 in the morning tomorrow, of course it's in the best interest of everyone's safety. And so uh, we want to keep that in mind, of course, and send our our thoughts and and, and prayers to everyone who might be affected by Hurricane Ida and, and that path. So, uh, you know, it, it, it changes how we approach Saturday. It changes, uh, you know, how we kind of move forward with our programming a little bit. So stay tuned for that. Uh, but, you know, it's uh it's just one preseason game. It, you know, it doesn't really matter in terms of how how much we're going to see from the starters. We know Kyler Murray wasn't going to play. So uh, if anyone was really looking to glean much from that game, I would say it's it's an opportunity for guys who are on the cusp of making that final 53-man roster, of course, to really uh, seal the deal or or help sway the, the front office and brass to keep them on the roster or give them a practice squad invite. So – uh, you know, 10 a.m. kickoff for tomorrow. If anyone missed it, seven hours moved up. Uh, so if you're planning on watching, you're going to have a an early Saturday for you.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Bo and I have gone back and forth about this. Uh, do you think Kyler should play?
1: You know, personal. The
2: distance already made.
1: And then is, yeah. Who, who's, who am I to say if, if, if it's a good mover, bad mover, if you, he should play or not, um, you know, for me, I, I, I would have liked to have seen more from what he did do uh, last week against the Chiefs and the three drives that he did uh, go out there, the three series, you know, if, if, if you could have put points on the board, I would have felt more at ease as a, as a viewer, as a fan, uh, seeing him out there, but uh, for, for all intents and purposes you know it's just one less reason for him to one less opportunity for him to get injured or for something catastrophic to happen um and so I don't blame him for not wanting to play a preseason game I don't think it really matters in the long run if, if he's looking good at practice which he has he's made some pretty deep ball throws to some of the weapons out there uh in Glendale so you know I'm going to trust Cliff. I'm going to trust Kyler, and we'll see if it all comes to fruition and really matters when they face Tennessee. Yeah, that duo,
0: they kind of are a package deal. They came into the league together. We thought we, everybody was uh, – they saw the the SI comments that he made that got all the rumblings that Kyler and, and was going to become the next Cardinals quarterback, even though they had Josh Rosen on the roster at the time. Uh, it, it's just – it's really interesting that we're sitting here at year three. We're still trying to figure out Cliff Kingsbury if, if he can compete at this level. And then there's Kyler Murray looking to take that next jump. Lena, let me ask you, this is kind of putting you on the spot. Do you have like a Cardinals hot take for the upcoming season? Anything that like would knock somebody off their chair listening to this podcast? Like, no way.
1: Man, you're putting me on the spot. So so it's going to be hot. I haven't really thought that yeah be honest, well, we
0: but, uh, yeah, let's uh,
1: shoot. Let's just say let's let's say Kyler will be in the MVP conversation this season. Let's let's go with that. I mean, I, yep. I don't think that, that's a long shot necessarily based on what we've heard, even from some of the people who've been yep. working with him. They've noted his growth, uh, his leadership uh, in the locker room. And again, it, it will all see it if it if it's uh, if it's the real deal or not when the regular season kicks off. But let's let's throw that out there. That's my hot take. Kyler Murray will be in the MVP conversation.
2: That's pretty good. Uh, I can appreciate that. So there's a couple wrinkle. There's a couple um, soft spots on this roster. One being the running back room. One being the cornerback uh, room. Which one do you trust more? The corners or the running back room?
1: I, I'm trusting the running back room. I like the threats they have there. And and the, again, the one person that I think, or player that I think it will be one to watch tomorrow morning is, you know, Benjamin and seeing if he can kind of secure uh, that position and, and and be, you know, in, in that room and, and really make a difference. Because uh, we know he was kind of struggling with injuries and didn't really get a lot of playing time get to see what he's uh, capable of really uh, last season. So I, I like what we've seen of him so far. And I think that he's been impressive in camp and uh, I'm going to go with that. What do you guys think? And I want to know your guys' hot takes. I, I'm curious. <laughs> what you guys feeling heading into the season? Go
2: ahead, Bob.
0: Um, you know, I think that uh, Zaven Collins has a realistic chance to win the defensive rookie of the year award. You know, I, 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 I like the him above the guys that were d- selected ahead of him. I think he's going to get enough playing time. He's going to rack up some tackles and, fill out the stat sheet and that's necessary to take home the hardware. And this is not a hot take, but you know that DeAndre Hopkins can vie for the receiving yards record or not record, but the most receiving yards in the league this year uh, just by showing up each and every Sunday. I mean, just the, the targets he gets and the opportunities he's going to get, he's going to have the opportunity to be your yards leader in the NFL.
2: Yeah. Mine is that AJ green is going to be a bona fide. Number 2 on 800 <laughs> yards, seven or eight touchdowns. I don't, Understand why people are kind of glossing that over. Bo um, makes fun of me constantly about that. I think my other hot take is a Bo ain't going to be my co-host at the end of the year. I'm kind (laughs) of over it. That's like that's it's not so much a hot take; it's more of like almost a formality. um, Wistful thinking. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um. No, but I think AJ Green's going to ball out. He's six four. You can't teach size or hands or route running ability. That those don't diminish with age. So, uh, I'm on the AJ Green train for sure.
0: Let's go around the room real quick. One more time. I like that. It was, um, so let's just take like a page from survivor and I wasn't a big survivor watching, but if you could save one player and keep him on the roster, that's on the French, whether it's like Andy Isabella or Chris Shrevler or somebody that you've seen Lena, that's been balling out in practice that might not get the opportunity. Is there anybody you would save?
1: Uh if it hasn't happened, if he hasn't been cut yet, I'm I'm a little behind. But I would say Dorch. I like what I've seen yeah. from him. Uh I, I think that he could be someone who could be useful, especially with with the unknown of COVID protocol and close contact tracing and whatever could happen. Uh I like what we've seen from Dorch. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean mine's mine's Keyshawn
2: Johnson. I don't think he has any has any um, you know, fear of getting cut, but like it's, it, it's really unfortunate seeing Trent Sherfield just ball out in San Francisco. Like, it's it just one that stings a little bit. He was a great special teams guy, and it was a guy that's a great sixth or seventh receiver on the roster. I think Keyshawn Johnson, he's proven that he and Kyler, you know, they, they have that, that stuff between. them. we even saw it in important games towards the end of last season where Keyshawn Johnson had some important catches down the stretch in, uh, near the goal line. But I think he's an important guy. He's an important guy to yeah. keep on the roster.
0: Just for uh, just for fun, just for funsies, let's go with Chris Stravler because I love to see him bowl over some defensive backs. Uh, just go pull. It. Say that again.
1: Stravler the leveler.
0: That's right, Stravler the leveler, the Stravler pack package. Bring him in, give him the gadget plays. If you can save somebody, I think that'd be fun to see Stravler play how he was meant to play. We didn't really get to see it last year. Of course, Colt McCoy is going to be your backup to Kyler Murray. Uh, make sure you're staying tuned, of course, following along on Twitter at L Washington TV at 12 news as well for updates. As far as the coverage tomorrow for the Cardinals game, the kickoff uh, moved up several hours. It's going to be a 10 AM kickoff kegs and eggs for a lot of those people out there instead of uh, the tailgating in the afternoon. So you've got the uh, you've got that. And then we'll see what happens as far as the post game coverage is concerned at 12 news for all of that. Lena, it's been great to uh, get to know you here.
1: Yeah, and of course, when the regular season kicks off, we'll be right after Sunday Night Football. Ryan Cody and myself hosting Cardinals Locker Room on 12 News this season. If you've been out at Safe Farm Stadium, I have friends sending me pictures of our of our picture over a concession stand to kind of promote the show so folks could text us. We invite fans to let their voices be heard. You might see your your text messages on the program on 12 news. So 602-444-1212 is where people can get at us. And again, I appreciate you guys having me on and hopefully we'll make this a more regular thing when the season really kicks off.
2: Yeah. I, I have one quick ask for you. Um, it is a life goal of mine to steal all of Cam Cox's ties that he has oh, in his cubicle. So do me a favor. I need the joint cased. I need, I need blueprints. I need something. I need somebody on the inside so I can just make him text me like, where the hell are they, bro? Like that's, that, that's what I want. That, that's what I want out of this year.
1: You got to come with all the suitcases, man, to carry all of the ties. He's got stashed in the office. I sit right across from cam and uh, we've been, I've been, we've been ribbing each other and having a good time. I'm really excited to be a part of this team. Again, I'm a hometown kid. I grew up watching 12 news. So uh, it's been great to be a part of the team, but yeah, Cam, guard your, guard your, stash, uh, guard your stash right now. If you're listening.
0: Well, it's been great. Lena, Washington, 12 News. Great to have her here. Make sure to check out all the coverage tomorrow. 12 News for the Arizona Cardinals preseason finale. Next time we talk to you all, we're talking about regular season football. Cannot wait. You guys yes. have a great rest of the weekend. Enjoy the game. Talk to you later. It's the Lockdown Cardinals